other young adults may be inspired to consider some kind of mission work, whether it's long-term or just a one- or two-week short-term mission experience, uh, to open your eyes to other opportunities uh, to represent God in the world. Let's pray. Lord God, life can be pretty fearful at times, but we pray that you would teach us today how to move from fear to faith-filled action. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. Those were the words spoken by a Jewish man named Mordecai. He spoke them to his much younger cousin, Esther. And what Esther did in response to Mordecai's words would result in thousands of lives being saved. This morning we want to explore in more detail the story of Esther from the Old Testament. As a part of our sermon series and called, called Faith in Transit. And today's theme specifically is moving from fear to faith-filled action. For that is what we see happening in the life of this young woman, Esther. To really appreciate this story, I think it helps to have a little bit more background as to what was going on in the world historically and what led up to the story of Esther. So we go back to 586 B.C. when the Babylonian armies invaded Israel, conquered the southern kingdom of Judah, destroyed the city of Jerusalem, including Solomon's famous temple. They looted the city. They gathered up the most prominent people of Judah and carried them off in exile to faraway Babylon, some 1,000 miles to the east. Now, we fast forward about uh, 50 years or so to the year 539 B.C., and at that, in that particular year, the Persian Empire rises into power, and Persia conquers the Babylonians. So now it's the Persian kings who are in charge of that entire part of the world where these Jewish exiles are living. Over the course of the years, the Jewish population had expanded significantly. They'd become a large population of people within Persia. And during the reign of the Persian king Xerxes, there was this Jewish man named Mordecai. Mordecai took care of his younger cousin, a young woman named Hadassah whose parents had died some time earlier. Hadassah was a beautiful young woman. King Xerxes was looking for a queen to marry. And over the course of time, he meets Hadassah and marries her and makes her his queen. So now, because she is the queen of Persia, she is given a Persian name, Esther. Well, as the story goes on, King Xerxes had a particular official serving him by the name of Haman. And Haman hated the Jewish people. He plotted to annihilate all of the Jews living in Persia. 
He even went so far as to trick King Xerxes into signing a decree to that effect to annihilate, decimate the Jewish people. Now, little did Xerxes know that his own wife was a Jewish woman, Hadassah, now known as Esther. Well, Mordecai encourages Queen Esther to talk to her husband, the king, and to try to persuade him to save their people from annihilation. The only problem was there was a law that prevented anyone from approaching the king upon threat of death. To go against the law of approaching the king meant you would be executed for doing that. Even if you were married to the king, you were under that law. So Esther was filled with fear at what Mordecai was suggesting, to go and talk to the king and try to persuade him to do something different, and therefore she was hesitant. That is when Mordecai then asks Esther this question, and who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. What was Esther going to do? She was the queen. She had an opportunity. Would she let her fear overtake her and prevent her from acting, resulting in the death of all of her fellow Jews? Or would she step out and act in faith. Her fears were real. She feared, of course, for her own people under threat of genocide, but maybe her greatest fears were for her own safety, her own life, for she knew that approaching the king could mean he would have her put to death. But as we look at the rest of this story, we see Esther moves from fear to faith-filled action. From fear to faith-filled action. After praying and fasting to the Lord, she acts in faith. She approaches the king. She uncovers Haman's evil plot to annihilate the Jews. And the king is sympathetic. So much so, he has Haman executed and the Jewish people were saved. After all of that takes place, the Jewish population throws a festival, the Feast of Purim, as it's called. It's an annual festival that your Jewish friends celebrate still today, a celebration of God's faithfulness as demonstrated through the actions of Mordecai and Esther. She had her fearful moments. What about you? What are your fearful moments? And what are those fearful moments that might provide opportunities for faith-filled action? Maybe it's something like taking a stand for justice when you see an injustice in society. Maybe it's doing the ethical thing at work or the honest thing at school when you know that doing that very thing will bring ridicule from your peers. 
Or maybe it's simply telling someone else about Jesus, your Savior. What is your fearful moment that could actually provide an opportunity for faith-filled action? Well, I think Mordecai's words to Esther are words for us as well. And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. Now, you might argue, yeah, pastor, but you know, that doesn't really apply to me. I mean, I'm not in any royal position. I'm not royalty. I don't have a drop of royal blood in me. Well, let me challenge you on that point. Better yet, let the Scriptures challenge you on that. St. Peter, in his first letter, chapter 2, has this to say, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Now, when Peter wrote those words, he wasn't writing them to kings and emperors and royalty. No, he wrote those words to common believers in Jesus, like you and me. And look what he calls us, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. Think about that. We are children of the king of the universe, children of the king. That makes us royalty, royal priests before our royal God. And yes, you and I were once children of darkness. Sin once had a death grip on us. But God called you and me out of darkness into the wonderful light of His love, a love that was demonstrated most clearly in the death and resurrection of His Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. There at the cross, we receive full forgiveness of our sins. There at the cross, we are made eternal members of the King's family, eternal royalty through faith in Jesus. And now as the people of God, as royal priests of the King, we have a clear purpose in life. Listen again to what Peter said. Our purpose in life is that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. There's our purpose. As royal priests, I like what St. Paul wrote to the Philippians in his letter in chapter 2 when he said, you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. You shine like stars in the universe. I think it's interesting that the name Esther in Persian means star. She was a star of God shining the light of truth in the darkness of what she faced in her day. Friends, you and I, too, are to shine like stars in the universe as we hold out the word of life. And that really brings us back to the question of the day from the story of Esther.
And who knows but that you have come to royal position for such a time as this. Let me ask you, how is God calling you to make a difference in the world for the sake of the kingdom of God? You don't have to go to St. Louis in the middle of the heat of summer for 10 weeks to do that. You don't have to go off to Slovakia or another foreign country to do that. You can do it right where you are right now. But how is God calling you to make a difference in the world for the sake of the kingdom of God? And are you letting fear hold you back? Friends, God is bigger than your fears, and nothing is impossible for him. So let me ask, isn't it time to move from fear to faith-filled action? For who knows but that you have come to royal position for just such a time as this. Amen. And may the peace of God which passes human understanding Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.